Um, All set. Sweet. Well, uh, Jay Laurie, thanks for having me on, man. I really, I really appreciate it. Um, thanks for coming. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So I'm Jason, Jason Richardson Albini, 28 years old. I live in the Bay Area, Pinole, California. I'm a fitness trainer, kickboxing trainer. I collect sports cars. I write poems. Um, I'm into comics. And uh, yeah, so I mean, I've been training in martial arts since the age of eight years old. It's a big part of who I am. Um, it's taught me a lot about teamwork, hard work, perseverance, initiative, and um, all the training for it, all the competing for it, you know, help create the drive that I have today to just be the best person that I am. And, um, you know, it's also led me to my current career, which is just being a uh, personal trainer and, you know, still training in kickboxing. So that's me, man. That's me. And, uh, yeah, so I'm excited to answer some questions and conversate. <laughs> Perfect. So, yeah, that was actually the first thing I was going to ask about, which is martial arts, because I know I don't post about it personally, but like martial arts is definitely one of the biggest aspects of my life outside of music. I know my Instagram and socials are all for that. I mean, personally, yeah. I never got really into karate. It was more grappling, like jujitsu and uh, striking wide, yeah. like boxing and Muay Thai and all that. But I did want to nice. ask about your karate. I know you've been into it since you were a kid, and I've seen all those pictures yeah. of you competing in tournaments when you were younger. So, what like specifically got you into that? Was it like your family was already doing it and you just hopped on with them or was it a specific man, moment? Very simple. Very simple, man. I grew up with uh, my, my older brother, Jamal, uh -huh. um, and we were boys and we watched Dragon Ball Z. Ninja Turtles. Yeah, we were always wrestling, fighting each other. And yeah, uh, we, wanted to be, yeah, we wanted to be superheroes, man. So the closest that we could do that was karate. And... Um, Nice. Our parents, you know, they wanted us to have something structured. They wanted us to learn self-defense. They wanted us to be a part of an activity that could keep us busy, strong, fit, um, and, and just overall stranger safety, really. So mm -hmm. they, they put us in karate, and then ever since then, um, we've been training. So that's how I got started. And it's uh, like I learned sparring. Sparring was my main thing, competing in that. Um, I don't know too much jiu-jitsu, to be honest with you. I know the basic stuff, you know, just enough to keep people off me. I got to flip somebody over the basic stuff. Yeah, uh, for sure. Yeah, I, I love doing kickboxing. I love, I love the the boxing. There's a lot of combat. point style competitions. What's that? A lot of point style competitions. Yeah, yeah. Right, yeah. yeah. Like I said, I don't know too much about karate, but I know here and there. Like, obviously, I watch Stephen Thompson on UFC. Is my main like karate. Uh, uh, I guess you say most of the fights I watch are like Muay Thai and boxing and things like that. Sweet, sweet, but, sweet, sweet. I know a little bit, just like. Uh, point style competitions i know those are the main things yeah i don't know if you uh if you know who, you know who raymond daniels is you heard of that name sounds very familiar yeah I'm he has raymond, i'm thinking of raymond deckers but i know raymond daniels that name pops up a lot yeah he, he has this like viral knockouts that's going on like he has this one okay. where he's spinning he does his spin and he punches dude you probably see that one mm -hmm. and this is this is other one he does his jump spin and back kick hits the guy in the chin and the guy lays out. He has these viral, but he comes from he comes from the point sparring world. He's actually he's a good friend of mine, one of my brother's best friends. Oh, nice. Um, yeah. So if you've seen that, then you you can see the kind of style that he has and how that and how we point spar. So, so yeah, always been interested in karate and like taekwondo because all the the snappy kind of kicking, yeah. the spinning stuff. Like you never see that in or muay thai yeah. or anything like that. It's very much like right, the right. Hip and the hip flexion. Exactly. As exactly. a like explosive, so that's all. Right. And I've been interested in just learning how to 
at least get the basics down. Yeah, because yeah, Muay Thai is, is very like direct. Yeah, they, they have the certain techniques and, mm-hmm. and they stay in that in that arena, right? So yeah, it's you know, less it's about like that pop. It's more just drive through, right. pick through right. somebody rather than right at them. Exactly. But there's pros and cons exactly. of both. So I've I've always yeah. been interested in learning all the like I started yeah. as a fan of MMA, so wasn't like this martial art and then kind of just I just wrestled a little bit in high school and then from there I was like introduced to this whole new world. Uh-huh. And I started out just like lifting and trying to get bigger and then I realized like what's the point of having muscle if you can't do nothing with it? <laughs> That's true, man. That's true. I was always like the, you know, skinny kid, tall, lanky. Yeah. So then once I yeah. got into martial arts, I was like, all right, this is Yeah. What to use. You feel a different swag for sure. You get, you get a different yeah, swag. Yeah, definitely. Just the confidence in yourself. And that was the next thing yeah. I was going to go into with like you were bringing up earlier is just how it affects you going into your adult life and yeah, uh, how it relates to like business and builds character and all those things. Yeah, man. Um, uh, on my other podcast, by the way, I do host a podcast it's called Kicking It With Jason. It with Jason. I, yeah, yeah. I'll be up on this soon. Yeah, man. I appreciate it. Yeah. Um, I mean, that's how impactful karate is. I had to name my title of my podcast after kicking. So, but yeah, um, a perfect double on top of like kicking it. <laughs> yep. Um, yeah. So wow. the way the way it's helped with confidence as an adult. Um, I just talked about an episode of my podcast of one of my favorite summers. I can't remember what summer it was. Two thousand five, two thousand six, two thousand four. One of those. But um, I was young, like a teenager, maybe 13, 12. and during that summer. Um, my karate instructor, who I still see every day, he still owns the karate school that I grew up in. He's taught me everything. Um, he took me, my older brother, and my friend Danny, who's like a brother, he took us under his wing for about a summer. And every day we would wake up early, we go to his house, we play a little bit of Xbox, play a little Star Wars game. And then we start our day. Uh, we do our workout, we would do errands for the dojo, we clean the dojo. Mm-hmm. Uh, he would just teach us about, you know, just being an instructor, a teacher, we would assist classes all day. And then we would train another class. We do our karate class, our regular karate class. And then we do another sparring class at night. Nice. And uh, we'd be, by, by the end of the day, it's like 9 p.m. We're worn out. And then we wake up, do it again, excited to do it again, really not even complaining. It was just, that was just our, our life, our way of life. Yeah. And uh, I mean, like, that's that just one example. Wake yeah. up and yeah, watch, man. Watch icebox all day. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But that's just one summer of, my 20 years, but it's, it's always been like that since I was nine, mm-hmm. uh, you know, go to school after school, train yep. and sleep, do it again, go to school, train, sleep, do it again, compete on the weekends, compete on the weekends, um, go to the tournament, win or lose, come back to the mat, you know, figure out what we need to work on and, uh, just, just constantly adjusting. So, uh, confidence was instilled big time. It's always, it's one of the main things you learn in, in competition in, in karate in general. Because um, you're always pushing yourself. You're always being challenged. Every time you, you step on the mat, yeah, you know, you got higher belts. Yeah. You got higher belts that you're, that you're training with. You got uh, lower belts that are looking up to you. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, you're always, you're always holding yourself to a standard. You're always trying to keep each other accountable. Yeah. And, you know, and always doing your best. And sometimes your best means uh, you're going to fail. And that, through that fail, you learn, you learn to love the losses. And, you become you become okay with it. You don't like it, but you become okay with it. Mm-hmm. And over time, like you just realize, like if I can take a punch to the face, if I can do a hundred push-ups, if I can train, um, you know, 
hour nonstop, there's pretty much nothing that I can't really do, you know? Yeah, so definitely. Uh, yeah, man. So confidence. Yeah. I, I, I can't say enough about how it built confidence in me. Mm-hmm. And I think that's exactly what uh, carves out the difference between like confidence versus cockiness, because you always have those humbling moments mm-hmm. where you go to tournaments, get your ass kicked or you're training with yes. the belt and they keep yes, getting back like, man. Hey man, you're good, but don't get, don't get too ahead of yourself. Right. Yeah, you will get checked for sure in yeah. martial arts, man. Always. Coming from wrestling out of high school, I was like one of the bigger guys in the higher weight classes. So I was like, you know, walking around a certain way. Not that I was like super great or anything, but yeah, one of the stronger kids. And then I started training at AKA, which is where I learned jujitsu. I was training there for a couple of years, and then now just different art. Yeah, yep. I walked in there. I've seen that. Thursday, I'm like, yeah. I've seen I've seen wrestling guys come into jujitsu and then they try to use their same weight, same power, and it does it just doesn't work. And they're like, yeah. man, I really do got to change up. I really got to adjust my style. So yeah, I mean the two like wrestling and jujitsu definitely complement each other when you know both yeah. ways, you know how to intertwine them. But when you're first learning how to like transition between the two, right, right, because there's stuff that they know that they can trap you to. <laughs> like yeah. that wasn't your wrestling, right? So it's like, yeah, oh, that's sure. new. Always the guillotines and triangles and all that. Exactly. Are, are you still training? Uh, not as much jujitsu lately. Um, I am uh-huh. going to stop going to AK for a little bit just because yeah. money and time. I'm still going to school and focusing on music, but I yeah. still like, yeah. train, with, train with my friends as much as I can. Like, we got our own mats and just whenever we That's can. That's awesome, you know, man. For, yeah. Sparring so I mean, you got something out of it, though, for sure, it sounds yeah, like. Yeah, definitely. So. Like, that's always going to be something that I want to return to. Um, I don't know yeah. about stage in life i just got a lot of shit on my plate but yeah like, man definitely if i had all the time in the world i'd be at mats every day <laughs> yep 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 where's that's your awesome. gym what was that where's your gym the one that you teach oh my at? gym oh man i live like uh i what live like a minute away i'm down the street from my gym it's in Pinole too it's called Dumas academy of martial okay. arts yeah so we got muay thai we got jiu-jitsu karate sparring fitness nope. classes yeah how far are you from uh, San Jose, do you know? I'm about an hour. Okay, not too bad. Yeah. Yeah, you're in San Jose, right? Yep. Yeah, I'm about an hour away. train sometime after this whole quarantine lockdown's over. Down, dude, down. Definitely down. Do you have a the- or is it just the classes that you teach? Uh, say that one more time, my bad. Do you own the studio and you help run it, or is it just the, you teach the classes and do your Yeah, so, uh, no, I don't, I don't own the karate school. I, I um. Uh, I just rent rent the time, the space to do my my personal training. Yep. Um, I used to do a lot of the teaching, work with the kids, teenagers. Um, I do do a group class there on the weekends. Yeah, yeah, man. So yeah, I don't I don't own it. Uh, the owners are Roland and Renee. They, they, it's family owned business. Uh, oh. Yeah, so so it's is cool. there like day pass if I wanted to come up and yeah, hit me up. Do anytime you want to come through. Just let me know. For you sure. Then you got a yeah. sparring, certain days for sparring, certain days for yeah, yeah, yeah. Like jujitsu is about three days a week, I think, and then you got Muay Thai two days a week. So anytime you wanna, you wanna come through, man, I got you. Perfect. Sounds good, man. I'm looking yeah. forward to it. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, next question I had was, uh, what do you think has been your biggest challenge, both in like martial arts and also in terms of business once you got older? Like any recurring like main obstacles that you seem to always be dealing with yeah that's that's a good question uh biggest obstacles karate man what's been the biggest obstacle 
I don't think I've ever been asked that question, to be honest. Because <laughs> I think for um, myself, it would be like ego getting in my way, especially in terms of martial arts. Yeah, that's true. Ego can be big. Um, I mean, I had some some ego problems for sure. Uh, worked through it. Um, you know, you know what? What could be the biggest? Because growing up uh, in karate, as a kid, there was always like I always had a coach, always had a trainer to help me stay on track, right? Yeah. Um, and as I got older, thank God for initiative. Thank God for, you know, being taught leadership. As I got older, I had to learn how to start doing it on my own, how to, how to be like my own, my own boss, my own uh, person set up my schedule. Like, I do, I do all my own marketing. I do all my own. Yeah, you know, I see that. I see that social media. Yeah, man. So that's, that's really the challenge is like, you know, I had to go from, like, wow, I had somebody that could kind of guide me, but now it was that time where I had to spread my wings. And it, it's going to be another moment where I'm going to have to spread my wings again because I know it, it really deep in my heart I want to start my own gym. Mm-hmm. So that's going to be, um, man, another another moment in time where it's going to be, like, super scary. But I think once I'm in it, you know, it's going to be fine. Like, probably, like, the first time you step into the studio, I was like, oh, crap, dude, this is, like, this is crazy. Yeah. And then now you do it, you're just like, whatever, let's go, another song, another verse. Yeah, I I it's that much more rewarding because you know how like intimidating it was at first. Yeah, exactly, exactly. How big of a mountain it seemed to climb, and then once you get to the top, you're like, oh, wasn't that bad? Yeah, yeah. Where's the next mountain, right? Yeah, so, for sure. And like you said, it just yeah. the confidence. You're ready to do it again, and whatever the next. Yeah, step is. yeah. That's been a that's been a bigger challenge. And that kind of I mean that kind of intertwines with life too. Um, just figuring out. Just I'm 28. You know, had to figure out like what do I really love, and for a long time. I used to kind of shy away from karate. Like, am I supposed to be doing this? Because I was doing it all my life. I always thought, like, I don't think I should be doing something that I've been doing all my life. I think I should try try things. Maybe there's other things that I like. And, um, like, I figure out, like, nah, man, like, that's the perfect match. When you actually love something and yeah. it comes easy and natural to you and you don't mind the hard work, you don't mind waking up early for it. Like, I'm up at 4 a.m., um, you know, 5 a.m. doing trainings and going to bed late at night, you know, just – constantly working about or doing fitness stuff or you know whatever I like or all my hobbies like that's what I that's what I'm learning like you should be faced you should be going for the things you love and um follow your passion so Definitely. that was that was a big challenge for for a minute and I feel like I'm in a good groove where I know who I am what I what I like and I just need to go deeper and harder at it so I feel like that's a big theme especially for people in their 20s like as they're trying uh-huh. to figure out like what they should be doing whether or not they really like it or what's yeah this route was most secure because obviously you're in your 20s you're getting ready for the like you're paving the way for the rest of your life and you're exactly. making those big career exactly. decisions right now yeah how, how, how old are you are doing, i'm 21 right now nice man nice yeah 21 that's awesome dude yeah like 21 when i was 21 i thought i knew a lot it was like man i didn't i, I really don't know a lot and i like i still i i, I mean it now like i really don't know a lot i don't know all the answers Mm-hmm. But I'm glad I do have the answer that I do have now. And, um, you know, there's always somebody with the answers, which is cool. So, yeah, definitely. Uh, yeah, 21's good, man. That's good. I'm glad, like, you're, you're, you're hustling. You're, you're doing your thing, man. You're on, a, you're on a good path for sure. Thank you, man. appreciate so, it. Yeah. But, yeah, it's like a, the Socrates story where, they're like, the oracle said Socrates is wisest because he says, I know nothing. And he's always in uh-huh. search of more answers instead of walking around like, oh, I'm good. Like, you can't yeah. do anything. Right. That's right, all right, right. mentality to maintain. Right. Right. But so, yeah, that's, 
that's been big, that's been big, man. Just finding the finding my passion. That was a challenge, but I feel like I know what I'm supposed to be doing. And um and it's all about patience. Like I'm glad I was patient enough. I'm glad I stayed the course. I'm glad I didn't fall into any any other people's beliefs. Cause you know, like you get this, you get this from your music. You already know. Like people will tell you, you can't do this, you can't do that. Yeah. You just gotta you stay the course, right? You taste, you taste, you taste, and you know, you drown all that all that noise out with your confidence, with your action, um, and just with clear focus. Like that's that's what I do every day. I can't hear people because I'm like I'm too focused to hear you. I'm too I'm too worried about my next move to hear anything else. So yeah, for sure. I mean, yeah. that's still something I struggle with is like not caring about what other people think, but it is freeing when yeah. you have those moments you're like just yeah. like blinders on and you can't exactly. see or anything else like you were talking about. Yeah, yeah. It, you'll get stronger at it, man. It'll, it'll be like it just yeah, it just practice. clicks. It just yeah. clicks, man. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but uh, one thing I was going to ask you about, I know like lately it's something I've been dealing with, but I know like for example in martial arts we have this no matter how you feel, it's just part of discipline. You just show up and you work. And where do you think uh-huh. you draw the line between like just showing up regardless of how you feel and driving yourself into the ground and not like taking time to relax and take care of yourself? Like where do you personally feel like that balance should be found? Yeah. Uh, um, <clears throat> yeah. It's uh, I think everybody is different with that. I think everybody has to kind of find yeah, what their work enough. ethic is, you know, like how much, how much they really, want something mm-hmm. um like for me i like to stay in a point where i'm not too rested but i'm also not too restless like i like to be i like to be right there so every every day that can change but um i do feel like i feel like motivation is it's a joke i think nobody yeah. should rely on motivation motivation yeah man i think like if you want to be motivated take action like i think it's all about action like mm-hmm. if you don't feel like doing something but you know today's the day you're supposed to be doing this workout and you know today's the day you're supposed to be putting up this piece of content you know today is this day that you gotta do this take the action anyway right like even if you don't feel like doing it take the action anyway because something's gonna come out of it only movement only creates results right not thinking not motivation not posting up a cool quote or anything like that so um like i'm all i'm all for action even if you don't feel like you're not into it like at least a little something will lead to a lot. Yeah, um, you won't regret it if you just get out and yeah. work out or whatever it may be. Yep, yep. And it also it is, it's super important to also, you know, give your mind, your body that mental reset. Like there's, you know, like every once in a while, there's a day where I'm just like super low key, super chill, especially on Sundays. I feel like Sundays are my day where I'm just, mm-hmm. I'm not as, as hardcore during, as I am during the week. Mm-hmm. Um, as a trainer, I even say, like, I turn down money because there's people that want to train on the weekends. I'm like, and I, I can't do it. Like, I need to – I'm already training five days a week. I can't go seven days straight. That would just be too much. Yeah, the money would come in more. Uh, it's another paycheck. Um, sure, it's more, you know, dollar signs. But it's like I also have to look out for myself, for my own well-being. So, yeah, I even, I even say no to clients, like, you know, to look out for my own rest and mental and physical body. So, yeah, what about you? What do you? What's your take on that? I mean, personally, I'm still figuring it out. I like I notice I get caught up a lot and always thinking about what I need to do next so much that uh-huh. I can't even enjoy like the present moment sometimes. Yeah, I'm just yeah. trying to realize like how guilty I am of that and uh-huh. like find that balance because obviously I don't want to just sit around and get nothing done. And I know at the end of the day, like you said, you can't rely on motivation. You just have to show up and 
whatever yeah. it is that you want to get better at, you got to practice that every day. Yeah, man. And if yeah. you don't feel like it two weeks from now, you're going to be glad that you did that training session that day or you practiced this or worked on that. Yeah, exactly. What, what's some other um, advice that you got on that before? What, what else have you heard? Because everybody always has like a different, different mm. take. What's Honestly, yours? I don't know if I've ever asked anybody that specifically, but uh. I mean, everybody's like, like you said, it's kind of in the same boat, just trying to find their own personal balance because it's different for everybody. Like some people yeah. need more rest, some people don't need as much, some people just have different things on their plates. Yeah, because yeah, everybody, everybody's different. Like, yeah. I think a lot of people, they try to strive for balance and like, I don't even know what balance really is. Like, like some people, they want, they want to be with their family a lot. They want to be with their girlfriend a lot. They want to be with their, you know, their friends a lot. Like for me, my balance is if I can just wake up and I can get some work done and then, you know, during my free time, I can do some Netflix, I can hang out. Like I'm happy. I'm happy at the end of the day. I feel like that's, that's my balance. And then like, I can't look at somebody else and try to judge on their balance. Like, oh, you know, you spend too much time with your family when you be doing this. Or you, I think it's, it's all about you have your, here's a good way to put it. Your actions has to match your goal. So whatever your goal is, your intensity for that has to match it, right? So Yeah, for sure. Depends on like, what you value more. Yeah, right. Like if I want to be, like I knew like in karate, I wanted to be, I wanted to be good. I want to be the best. I didn't want, like I wanted my competitors to, I wanted them to go home every day, like knowing I'm training. Like I want them to go to sleep knowing I'm training, knowing that when I see them in the next tournament, yeah, yeah, you you might, yeah, you might not be in that tournament. Like you're gonna have to work, right? Like I love, I like that. So for me to have that kind of mentality, I knew I had to be on the mat every day. I had to train every day. I had to work my blitzes, my kicks. I had to do my push-ups. You know, I had to go on the days I didn't want to go. I had to go when I was tired, right? My 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 intensity of action had to match my intensity of what my goal was. And that's where my balance worked for me, you know, and, and it still plays that way today with things I'm working on. So. Yeah. yeah. That feeling of like going on the mat and somebody walking off and just looking at you like. <laughs> next time, but... Yeah, man. It's a good feeling. It's a good feeling. Definitely. Hold on. I'm going to turn on this light. So I got better lighting. For sure. There we go. Cool. So just switching topics a little bit. Uh, what about the yeah. poetry that you're writing? Honestly, I I've seen a couple of your poems that you posted, but I'm not super what familiar it? with them. So how did you get into that? How long have you been? Did, the ones that did, we, I don't know if you remember any of them, but when you stopped by and read them, they were you like, "Oh, that's pretty good." Do you remember that feeling? Did you get a good feeling on it? Yeah, I mean, I remember. I think I only like went through one of them all the way through. Yeah, perfect. Well, I don't I remember appreciate that. Man. Yeah, no problem. I don't remember exactly what it was about, but I'll go back and check them out. Yeah, that's why. Like, that's how I, I felt about your song Skyline. That's why I put it on my playlist, man. I was man, like, Thank you, man. Thank you. Yeah, because I'm always looking for I'm always looking for music, man. I'm always looking for artists, and I was like, This is good. He has a strong voice. You don't sound 21, dude. I thought you were like 28, 27. Yeah, I was man. like, yeah, this dude, he's, he's, he, he's like, he's motivating. Like, this is definitely going to be good for my, my workout class. So I, I got a good film and I heard your song and that's why I had to put it on my list. But, that's um, great, yeah, yeah. Um, poems, man, that's like a, my God given talent, you know, like all of us are good at something that we're just born with. Mm -hmm. Writing has been natural to me. Like even, 
when I was super basic with it all the way back in first grade. I remember I wrote a poem about like some trees and nature, but it was like, it was like, even then as a first grader, man, I knew like, this is so good. None of my classmates can write like this. I, I knew it. I just, it just came so easy, man. I, I could just write. I could just rhyme so well. Yeah, and then, honestly, um, I can't lie. I had the same feeling when I was in elementary school writing poems. I'm looking around at my classmates. I'm like, <laughs> just know, you're right. Yeah. You just know, man. Yeah, and like we were talking about confidence. Like hearing you say that makes me want to just go and check out all your stuff right now. Just hearing like how uh, I appreciate that. <laughs> oh, you do just click hashtag Jason's poem, man. It takes you to all the poems I got. For sure. Yeah, my bad. I was trying to do a little bit more research on like <laughs> cover all the bases before I interviewed you, but no, it's cool, it. man. It's cool. Even if you didn't do no research, man, like that's the beauty of conversating, man. Where you ask the question and the whole a whole thing opens up. So yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, man. Um, yeah, so it's always been natural to me. Like, I, I, I have a, a poems throughout the years, even through high school. Like, there's a poems that I did that I wrote, and I got good feedback, like, especially from the women, man. Like, the girls at school, they liked it. I was like, that, yep, did yep. it. I know I can write. I know I can write. <laughs> That's always the main target audience. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So, and it's, it's easy. Like, I can really just sit down. I know, I know if I need to find a word. Straight up, I use thesaurus. I use the dictionary. Like, I want to, if I can't, if I can't pull it out of myself, mm -hmm. I'll use some tools. Like, how can I, how can I paint the picture that I'm trying to paint here yep. with a good word, right? And even yep. that's a skill in itself. Like, knowing how to find the answer is a, is a skill in writing, I believe. Yeah, like, I think, sure. I don't know how you feel about it. And putting it in the mind yeah, of the reader. Exactly. Like, I, I don't know how you feel about uh, uh, songwriting or, or music writing, but like, I have, like, I have no problem with a, a rap artist, a musical artist saying, like, yeah, it, I really had to work hard at writing this song, or I had to go, you know, outsource and really figure out how to put this song together. Like, I love that. I love the hard work. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, like, so uh, I don't play it, but honestly, I have no yeah, problem. Like, I spent yeah, like, days working on this just one verse. Yeah, man. That's, that's what I'm saying. Like, I don't like, I don't like that about, about music in general, or about, like, artists don't want to admit yeah. Like they had to had to really work at writing this song. I'm like, there's nothing. There's a, as the, if the fans are happy, we're happy. We're like, we don't sit there at the end of the day and be like, I wonder how hard he had to work yeah. at this song. Like, no, it's we just too long on that song. I don't want to. Yeah, dude, we love we love the output. We love the the final the final result. Like, unless you like Wayne, like Wayne, you know. Yeah, I was just gonna bring that up. Like Jay Z and Wayne, I think they probably started it because they just go in and they they don't write nothing. Yeah, yeah. And then all yeah, the other artists see, because I know I'm guilty of it. I see those documentaries of like yeah. Jay Z and Wayne back in the day. I was like, I don't want to write nothing down. I want to be like them and just kind of <laughs> with it. Yeah, but and you have to stop. You can't think, do that. Right? Yeah, yeah. You gotta stop There's and think like Wayne, Jay Z, and their little Wayne. Like yeah, yeah. Just go in the booth one day and do the same shit that they do. Right, and they started writing. Right, that's where they started. They yeah, had to make the foundation the first of like they laid their yeah. 10 15 years before they put away the exactly and say, i'm just gonna keep it all in my head exactly man so everything else is just from the head and heart natural skill talent yeah and just to bring it back to my poems yeah like that's that's how it comes to me like you know how the creative process work, works man it can hit you at any any moment like sometimes i'll just be sitting there 11 o'clock at night i'm ready to go to bed but the pen and paper is like nah dude you gotta you gotta get this done <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Cause I know I'm so, forgetting if I don't write it down. Yep, exactly, exactly, dude. You probably got like tons of notepads in your phone where like yep. all these. Yep, I got it too, man. I got it too. So, 
Um, I'm, I'm working. I'm working on a phone book that I want to release. Um, right. I want to put it out for free so anybody can enjoy it. They can download it. And uh, I think I put it out. Or just the ebook. What's that? Are you gonna do hard copies too, or just like an ebook? Right. Uh, probably just the ebook. Mm -hmm. I'm sure I'll do a hard copy at some point. <clears throat> but um, yeah, uh, yeah. So I, I put like maybe 15 poems on Instagram, Facebook. That's already out. But I have like another 15 or so that I haven't put up that I already know is gonna be in the book. And then some already are. I still want to work on and put into the book. So yeah, man, I enjoy. It. I enjoy writing, and I'm not like. Like, I'm not ashamed to say that I write poems. I've never been ashamed to say that. Like, I always, I always made it clear. Like, that's, that's your thing. Yeah, exactly, exactly. But uh, going back to the creative process, that was the next thing I was going to ask you about. You already spoke about it a little bit, but um, is there uh -huh. like a set way that you like to create every time, or is it just different? Like, Yeah, man, it's, it's, it's so it's different. different. Or do you sit down and, like, I'm going to write a poem at 4 o'clock today, and whatever comes uh -huh. along, I'm write that down. Or is it more just, like, free-floating, whenever you think of a line, you just drop everything and... Yeah, I would say I would say more more free. Um, I would I actually would like to be like, all right, every day at this point, I need to just write something down, just just to be a, just to be on like a, a schedule. But I haven't. I never I never done that. Um, sometimes it comes from emotion, something I'm going through. Right? That's just that comes that that comes the easiest. Out of, yeah, out those poems write themselves. Our poems write themselves. Yeah, man. Like when you're in the moment, like living it, those come the easiest. Yeah, um, and then when you gotta relive, and then you gotta go back and relive something. Maybe that might take that might, that might might be a little harder. Um, yeah, but no, yeah, the creative no. process. Yeah, man, I feel like for me, like uh, I feel like it's a divine power. I feel like you know, I, like I don't know, if you believe him, I believe in God. I feel like there's something that's being pushed my way. I'm the I'm the vessel. I'm the tool, mm -hmm. and I need to release it through. And I feel like as a creative person, as people that make music anything right whether you're building legos whether you're building a business i think the most godly thing you can do is is create something because like right like the creator created earth space whatever right but in your own in your own little way like our own little way we could be a godly person because we're taking something with our own hands we're bringing it from within us bringing it outside of us to to be real right so um like the creative process man i think it's it it's it comes at any moment right it's just an idea sparks and it's up to you to turn that spark into a blaze and uh some people extinguish it man they don't they don't play with it they yeah. ignore it they run away from it like i i like to i like to feel it and i like to really dig in and try to try to bring out whatever is speaking to me at the moment so what about you and your songs how does, how does yours work it's different all the time like you said i have tons of like boxes of old notebooks all the notes in my phone or just like yeah ammo to use sometimes if i ever get like writer's block but i noticed that lately that's not really the case i feel like i can always sit down and just create just because of all the years that i put into working on it but my creative that's process awesome. definitely changed i know when i first got into rap it was just rap that's all i wanted to do and then later on i went back to my roots of like uh, learning inst uh, different instruments and now it's nice. more like trying to pick up the guitar more or piano and like lay the musical foundation and then add the vocals on top. Sick. Cause I know Sick. like the, the rapping part is going to come easy to me whenever I do get to that point. So yeah. right, I focused a little bit more on just creating my own sound and my own style. That's awesome. I feel like being unique is like the main thing that 
I'm focused on because I know like especially in the older days of hip hop like it was very frowned upon to bite somebody else you had to come up with your own original style right or you yeah, get found on. and I know nowadays right. like everybody sounds the same yeah so yeah, I want to bring yeah. something different to the table and I yeah like changing up my creative process and trying different things starting with different starting points and that's only gonna help make it more of my own that's awesome. I pre I appreciate that you're working hard at that because um, like it's easy to bite, man. There's, it's yeah, easy to sure. sound like Migos today. It's easy to sound like uh, a little Yachty today. That's easy, but to be like, I can take a little bit of something and then still give it my own my own spin and my own twist. I think that's cool. I think I think there's a lot of longevity in that too, for sure. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Because I want, like, I've been influenced by so many different genres over the years. I grew up in a dance studio. I've been listening to Motown, blues, jazz. I'm a nice. big rock fan. Obviously, hip hop. I mean, you hear like yeah. classical music and band training and things like that. I have all these different influences, and I don't want to just let those sit dormant in the back of my mind. Man, that's pull, sick. Pull pieces right. from those and incorporate right. it. And make this like. I don't want to make what's hot right now. I want to make what's going to be hot in five years. Right. That's, dude, that's good, man. What you just said of all those different – like, I think – I mean, I don't know enough about um, a certain artist, to, you know, to guess, but I think a lot of people, a lot of artists, especially young ones, they miss out on knowing different artists and other genres, man. Like, they don't know yeah. – they don't know who Led Zeppelin is. They don't know who ACDC is. Yeah, and they're missing they, out on something. Know, like yeah, I think that I think it counts, man. I think I think it really does play a part in helping you be different because yeah. it's just you know, like you don't know about a guitar really. Like you know a guitar, but you don't know a guitar until you actually listen to a song that is strictly built with bass, the lead guitarist, all that. Like it's just it's a difference. Like that's why my my dad, um, he's a white guy. My stepdad's a white guy, so mm -hmm. thank God. Like he he taught me he taught me about classic rock, man, and that's, that's why I'm a big. Big Kiss fan, love Kiss. I've seen them perform like three times live. Nice. Um, yeah, man, and uh, just growing up with my mom, she's she's in her 60s, so you already know she grew up in the 70s with Motown, and she knows all the oldies. So I hear you 1,000%, man, 1,000%. And I'm a big Michael Jackson fan. Michael Jackson oh, came from the Motown sound. Definitely. He came from the 80s, you know, he ruled the 80s, 90s, like, so much good music so much good music that, that's out there and then if you shut that off i think it does i think it does just it, it hinders you in a way yeah so. for sure like one of my biggest influences not just musically but like as a person is prince like obviously i'm a yeah, prince, is sick. prince is amazing prince is sick man yeah um, he plays all the instruments himself his sound in itself is like something unique, so unique but yeah. just character overall like not just what he sounds right. like but the way he looks the way he is as a person right. Right, right. A huge inspiration of mine. Yeah, um, I'll be honest, man. I wasn't a big. I'm not. I'm not a big. I'm not even a big Prince fan. But I, I, um, I know about him. Like I know, like yeah, that guy's. He's, he's, he's the man. He, yeah. um, like he, he wrote a lot of songs. He, uh, like his music. His music writing is, is super, uh, uh, unnoticed because he's wrote written songs for artists that we didn't even know he wrote that song for. And then, uh, like, he wrote, like, a song a day or something. Yeah, like, that's, that's just crazy. insane, dude. That's insane. And uh, it, it, it's, it, like, even as not a Prince, a big Prince fan, it breaks my heart that we won't hear those songs. Like, all yeah. those songs that he made, like, I hate, I hate that, man. I hate, like, I wish, like, I wish Michael Jackson would have came out with 500,000 more songs. And I, I know he does. We, we'll never hear him, though. 
you know how you know how the music labels can get and all that like yeah. we'll never ever hear those songs man that breaks my heart breaks yeah. my heart so yeah yeah uh who else is one of your biggest music artists or influence that's hard. In the beginning, it was definitely like Eminem, Dre, 50 Cent, that whole camp. And then I went back, did my homework. Uh, Biggie, Tupac, obviously. Kanye and T.I. were uh, two of my first like favorite hip-hop artists as well. And Sick. then there, I just did my homework. Like I went back to the early stages, like Grandmaster Flash, all in the 70s, and like Cool Herc, learned about how hip-hop started. And then yeah. just from there, I like trace myself back to present day went through all the 80s rap the nwa public enemy into 90s like nas and snoop dogg g-funk like all the different subgenres. yeah i just like educate myself on it and then later on went to the same thing with like blues music motown music taking all these classes like music appreciation classes at school yeah try to learn because i feel like that's the most important thing you can do especially in your early stages is just educate yourself on the topic Uh uh-huh because people try to like blend genres together and sometimes it doesn't work out so well because they're not like, they don't really understand the music. They just get little tips and try to like make something new. But I feel like you have to uh, really understand, like even if you don't come from that background, like where that music is and that area or wherever it may be, just at least be as educated as possible before you try implementing yourself. Yeah. So that's, I I, I feel that. I feel that, man. I feel that like, even in karate terms, man, um, uh, karate martial arts changes too, just like just like music. Um, and I feel like if people didn't take what was built in 1800s, like when they were creating their art, if they didn't keep evolving, we wouldn't have what we have today, which is MMA, jiu-jitsu, all that. Like I feel like I like MMA. I feel like is the ultimate way. To be doing to be doing fighting right like yeah. standing up you know you've got your ground game and i'm not trying to knock all the other arts or anything like that but like there's just a lot of karate arts i would never ever ever use i wouldn't study it because i'm like in a real situation i don't see myself doing that right mm-hmm. but i can see myself elbowing i can see myself throwing a clean jab cross i can see myself clenching knee i can see myself on the ground getting people to guillotines i can see myself doing arm bars for yeah. sure like like all that, but if we didn't take from earlier and build upon that, you know, you don't you don't have great martial arts today. You don't have the arts, the, the fighters that we have today. So Definitely. I feel you. That's the same thing that drew me to MMA was like, why not train your entire arsenal of weapons? Like if you're yeah. in a street situation and someone runs up on you, they're not going to be like, all right, let's uh, pick a rule set first. You can't do this. <laughs> yeah. can't do this. You can only throw strikes yeah. here, or there. Like no, nobody's going to be asking those things. You want to exactly. be exactly be ready exactly. to use whatever is at your power uh whatever you can which is your knees yeah. your chins your elbows your hands yeah and you ever heard of left way are you into left. that left Wait, way? what is it called left way it's like uh burmese bare knuckle boxing it's like basically uh. bare knuckle muay thai with headbutts and takedowns oh it's that's ridiculous. crazy yeah. you look up uh, dave the duke He's like, man, that. I didn't hear about that. Yeah, wow. I just learned about it like not too long ago, but that's just crazy too. Like, that's one thing right. he's missing is headbutts. See that, like, that's another level, right? Because yeah. you can't do it. Obviously, you can't do it in MMA, but if you can do MMA without the rules, right, in the street, that's like the ultimate fighter, right there, right? That's like the like that's a person you never want. That's like Batman stuff we're talking about. Yeah, 
Like, you know how to headbutt, you know how to grab somebody's left pinky, snap it, like all that, right? That's, yeah, that's like um Yeah, man. It was just neutral yeah. threat. Yeah. Like, but we, yeah. If we would have stayed in the basic Japanese art or the basic Chinese art or, you know, for whatever these martial arts have derived, derived from in the past, like, you don't have the fighters that we have today. So, like, that's 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 huge, right? You're talking about with music. You're, you're you're taking like you know what I, you know what I love seeing I love seeing Snoop Dogg, um like I always come across these clips of Snoop Dogg and he knows like he knows all the songs dude he knows Taylor Swift yep. he knows the '80s like I I love seeing that like this hardcore gangster rapper you yeah. know biggest name in the '90s is singing something from the '70s he's singing something from today's today's genre I think that's yeah. I think that's super cool I think that's awesome he makes it he makes it cool like. Yeah, most guys yeah. they're too like, oh, I can't do that. That's right. They're too right. cool for it. But Snoop Dogg is like you said, he's always been like Uncle Snoop. He's the chill. Yeah, I think that's he's always cool. hopping on the different remixes too. He's done reggae yeah. stuff. He's done hip hop yeah. stuff. He's done pop stuff. He's done you name yeah. it. This goes on. Yeah, yeah. And uh, you probably already know this. Like I'm a huge, huge Little Wayne fan, dude. I yeah, love Wayne. Sure. Me too, dude. I yeah. was listening to Mama Mia last night. <laughs> oh, dude, sick. Such a sick song, dude. He went yeah, off. I know. His, like, wordplay, his metaphors have always been. Yeah. Yeah. But one, one of the things Wayne did is uh, this interview, um, and he said, he said, you know how there's rappers and artists today where they're, like, they hear a new sound, they're, like, I'm not going to change. I'm not going to change my old way. Wayne was, like, I am not one of those people. He's, like, I, I evolve, you know. I, I take whatever I do here, whatever does come to my ears, and I try to implement it into my style and I, I give it my own my own whip my own spin I was like see that that's why you know these artists and Wayne like people are Wayne are where they're at because yeah they're really, like, still God. around yeah they're still like Wayne is 37 that's super old for hip-hop man yeah. like you're not he started young not, too like Block is yeah. not when he was 15 exactly exactly and like he can still get on rip a song and still be relevant like yep. man I think I, I think that's good that you pay attention to that I think a lot of artists should to, to, to learn from that man yeah definitely because i feel like all the greats have found some way or another just to keep evolving like we were talking about yeah. like dr Even Japan, like, from nwa to the g-funk stuff in the 90s yeah. and got into the eminem 50 cent kind of production in the 2000s yeah. and then now yeah. k dot kendrick lamar and their compton soundtrack like you just listen to a sound there's always trademark like right parts of it that are always yeah. just, you hear it you know it's dre but at the same yeah. time it's like He's not falling behind the times. He's keeping up. Exactly. He's always staying one up. Exactly. Like there, there was this guy. Um, he's a very old school DJ, right? He, he, you know, all about. I love that '80s, '90s hip hop. That's the best ever, right? Yeah. And uh, like, I respect that. I respect the art. I respect his decision. But when Eminem came out with his new album, he was like, "I don't, I don't like new. I don't like Eminem's new album. I don't like, I don't like his style." I'm like, "Dude, how else is he supposed to come out? Like, how else yeah. is he gonna be relevant?" How old is Eminem? Is 40? How old is he? He's almost 50, dude. He's, he's almost 50. He right? might be he's 50, still... actually. He's... Yeah. Look it up real right. quick. I think you're right. I think you're right. Like, he could... he's 50. Yeah, Google, Google it real quick. Eminem age. <laughs> 47, my bad. 47. 47. 47, dude. So, yeah, to be 47, yeah, to be 47, to be able to come, to make a song with uh, Jonah Lucas and Logic, and, mm-hmm. and rip it and still be you can even argue he's still the best on the track mm-hmm. like dude like what else is he supposed to do he's supposed to evolve he's supposed to be like i can be 47 and still um keep up with the young cats like like in karate like 
if you're 47 and you're coming on the mat, like, are you going to be able to hang with that 27-year-old, that 28-year-old? You hope so. And if, yeah. if you don't change your style, that 28-year-old is going to – they're going to they're, they're gonna leave you in the dust, man. So yeah. I got respect for that. I got so much respect for that. Yeah. yeah. Jordan Lucas is one of my favorite younger artists out right now. Dude, sick, man. Dude, sick. His lyricism is just off the chain. Yeah. Yeah, he's sick. But yeah, like you were saying, I used to be guilty of that too. I was like super into the golden age rap and like only lyrics. Uh-huh. And I was super close. My, like all my friends be listening to Drake and Uzi and that whole wave when it came out. And I was just, I didn't want to hear none of that. But then once <laughs> I opened up my, open up my yeah. ear and realized like, okay, these guys aren't as lyrical for sure, but they do have something to bring to the table, obviously. Yeah, they do. Successful. And I realized like how great their melodies are and how great their... Yeah how like yeah. the production is and you just watch like trap music for example evolve from what it started as with like Gucci yeah. back in the day and Zaytoven to yeah, dude. Right now, all the subgenres yeah like yeah, trap EDM and that's true because every every sound is judged at first right every sound yeah. like nobody liked classic rock they didn't want to hear somebody yeah. ripping on the guitar they didn't want to hear that they didn't want to yeah. hear you know like the, who else was coming up um like I mean, all of it, hip hop. They don't want to hear hip hop. Like that was like no way. Don't don't yeah. don't rap about you know uh, uh, what's it called? Uh, I'm not trying to say segregation. What's the word I'm trying to use? Um, oppression and uh, all that. Like no, we don't want to hear that. But they stuck to it, man. And if they didn't push through that judgment and changing from the sound of you know the '70s Motown sound into their own art, we wouldn't have hip-hop we have today so Definitely. yeah everything gets shitted on when it's first coming out because exactly. people, like, they don't understand it yet yeah yeah if you believe in it hard enough then you just push it and get it in their face and you would show them what it's about and then finally you get people start to realize how cool it is and they're like oh shit this is what i was exactly and you got to pay attention like if young thug is selling out arenas with his weird mumble sound like you need to you gotta you have no That's choice but perfect like, example i hated thug when he came out dude yeah <laughs> I feel but you. Now, man. like, I got a couple of Young Thug songs in my playlist. Yeah, you gotta respect it. You have to respect it. Like, he's doing something right. Like, there's something I can take from him. So definitely. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, That's man. All you to have is like they're doing something right, even if I don't notice it yet. Yeah. So I just yeah. try to keep an keep an ear out, keep my ear to the streets, and see what's yeah popular right now, and at least pull from it, even if I'm not a fan of it myself. Like, just learn from it. Yeah. Yeah, I'll be honest with you. Like, I, I didn't listen to a lot of hip-hop until, um, like, freshman year because my dad was super against it. Mm-hmm. He wasn't really hard into it. So, man, middle school, I man. When I first heard it, I'm not going to lie. Oh, yeah? Seriously? Yeah, when I was younger, I was super into rock, like, Green Day, all the pop punk stuff. And Dang. I heard an M song on the radio yeah. one time. I was like, <laughs> now you're a rapper. <laughs> yeah, I can't even, like – yeah, I couldn't even understand what he was saying. He was just like – I'm like, I can't even listen to this. I can't even – I don't even yeah. know what I'm talking about. And then late, like, fast forward five years, like you said, now I'm like, all I care yeah. about is Biggie, Tupac, and Eminem. That's crazy, man. That's crazy. Yeah, I was against it because, like, my dad's influence on me, of course. And then I was like, man, they're just, like, you talk about the same thing. But then, like, you understand the storytelling. Yeah. You understand, uh, like, there's a like there's a lot of cockiness in hip hop but i don't i don't i don't take the cockiness from it like we were talking about confidence i take that as the i take the confidence part of hip hop like yeah. that they that they that they spit out in every song like i'm this yeah. i'm this i'm this like it's super cocky right like i would never talk that way about myself but 
like I, I like to harness that. Like when I listen yeah. to Wayne, I'm like, dude, I, I harness all that. When I'm working yeah. out, I'm like, yep, I know that. Mama Mia slapping, yep, yeah. I, yeah, dude, I harness all of that. So sure. it's just because it's such a competitive, like it's just like exactly. especially if you're in yeah. the battles and the whole battle scene. Yeah, you know, rappers exactly. come from that. Like I know myself, I battled here and there, just. Oh wow! Nice, nice. But just like at high school or even in college. Um, yeah. But just you have to believe that you are the best, otherwise they're gonna take right. your life. And especially even performing, if you're not battling, just you have to have that confidence, otherwise the crowd Dude, yeah. is gonna eat you alive. Exactly. And it's just exactly. like going on the mats for a tournament or a, even a sparring. Same event. thing. Like, you have to believe that you can, like that you're capable of holding your own, otherwise you won't. Same thing. Yep. Man, I, I I never shared this story on my podcast yet, but um, when I was I was an underbelt, I mean I wasn't a black belt, right? I was like blue belt or something like that. And it, there was always schools that had kids that were black belts, and I knew they weren't better than me. I hated that they were black belts. I hated that they were higher belts than me. And I was like, dude, when they get in the ring with me, I'm gonna rip them apart, right? Like mm-hmm. I I I wanted to smoke them, and uh, it drove me, man. And I remember this one tournament. There's this team called Kind of Girls. Uh, Tony will probably see this and laugh at this. But um, he, had a, he had a good squad. They were fresh, had a nice outfit. They had, they had some kids that were black belts. And I was like, dude, I'm about to, when, I get, when I get in a match with these guys, I'm going to bring it to them. And I remember the first time I fought, I fought two of them in the same day from the same school. And uh, first one, first match, it was hard. It was, it was a tough match. I won by like two points. Well, how old was I at this time? I was like 11, something like that. Went by like two points. The next match, um, I fought. I fought a girl actually because they used to mix us up, mm-hmm. and I, I actually felt bad after this match, man, because I just went, I just went, I just went blind, dude. I just, I smoked her. I didn't hit her hard or nothing like that, but points wise, smoked her like eleven to one. I'll never forget. Mm-hmm. And she was like super crying, dude. And I felt so yeah. bad after, but I was like, dude, I was like, I had, I had to destroy you guys. I had to destroy all the black belts. Like, any, any black girl that I fought that day was going to get it. Like, they were not – like, I love that. I love that competition, dude. So, yeah, for sure. same thing you're talking about with music. Like, you got to bring it, dude. You got to you gotta bring that fire, so. Yeah, you got to be ruthless. Yeah, Come yeah. Yeah. It's so funny seeing that from me because I'm like – I mean, you probably get this, this vibe from me. Like, I'm a mellow, chill kind of dude. Like, but it was competition, dude. I, I was I, – I used to lock in, zone in, and just yeah. – I mean, that's yeah. the thing. Like, all martial artists, I feel like, are yeah. the nicest people on earth. <laughs> because we, yeah. if you know what you're capable of, you don't need to prove anything. You don't need to walk around like yeah, yeah, like an yeah. asshole. Just yeah. like trying to yeah. exude how tough you are. You could just be cool and mellow because you know, like, ah, I could probably kick your ass. So. <laughs> <laughs> yep. That's how I was at school, dude. There's always knuckleheads at school. Yeah. And, and those are the guys who've never trained in their life. Never, dude. They always, like, Kids want to go to school to prove something, right? And it was like, and it's funny, like when you train, like, dude, I've been getting kicked in the face all day last night. And you come to school, and you see guys like trying to run up on people. I'm like, oh, bro, you're not even, you're not even worth the time. You have no idea how sorry you are, dude. You don't even know. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's, it's funny, man. It's funny. It's funny. So, yeah. What's that? You got any other questions for me? Um, honestly, no, I think unless there's anything you want to talk about, like we said earlier, we'll have another episode where I jump on your podcast and can ask anything yeah. you got for me, but I think we had a pretty good conversation. I really enjoyed it. Yeah, dude, that was a, that was a good conversation. Um, 
I'm definitely going to cut these up into pieces, put this on my Instagram. and, right. and uh, I got one more episode in the deck right now. I got to release before I get to this one. I just interviewed uh, my other friend last Saturday. But definitely, I'm going to get these up right after that. Sick, man. Oh, tell me this. What's the, um, tell me about Skyline. Because, like, let's mention this. Like, because with my playlist, my kickboxing class, I have a playlist. I call it Hits. Because, yep. you know, music is hits, right? You got to yep. hit. We're hitting the heavy bag. And like what I do, dude. This is uh, this is so cool about the internet and um, social media. Like I, I love I love the way we can reach people. Like we're in San Jose. I'm here. We set up a podcast. We're gonna put this online. Like I I love social media, man. Um, it's a double edged yeah, sword. So, it's very useful. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, this is good and bad of it, of course. But um, what I what I like to do is like I like to look for artists. I like to look for artists that that aren't the Migos, that aren't Bruno Mars, mm-hmm. that are people that are still in the grind, still in the process, right? And, and like, I, I randomly, like, I, I randomly go look for artists. This is how I found, this is how I found you, man. I randomly go look for artists, and I just, I just click the link. I, I, I pick a song, and that's how I found you. Because um, I don't think we have any mutual friends, right? Do we have mutual friends? I uh, see, you reposted, like, a couple artists that I know, like, Chumming, and I know you had a, one of his oh, okay. Nice. Yeah. I mean, I'm so, not like, super close with them, but I see him at shows and whatnot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think, I think we got a couple mutual followers. Yeah. So because some of my friends like they repost other artists, uh-huh. and that's how I find other artists. But I think with yours, I think I was just scrolling through just music pages and just hashtags, mm-hmm. and I came across yours, and I was like, I found that song Skyline. I was like, oh yeah, I like this man. I like, I like this is a good vibe. Oh man, thank you. Uh, I appreciate you doing that. That's always like up and coming artists. We need people like that. Yeah, dude. Step out of just the mainstream box and like find yeah. hidden gems. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, if anybody is wondering how we met, that's how we met. And then, what was your, what was your like? I always, cause I don't, I never really know from the other end. What was your feeling when you like saw your song randomly tagged and put up in a video? Cause I do it all. Like I don't even tell people. I just, I just, I just do it. I post it. I edit it. I'm like, yo, thanks for this awesome song. Like, what was your what was your, your response to that? What did you feel? Man, it's amazing. I always <laughs> like it's crazy to see um my shit posted anywhere. Just like on yeah, like, yeah. Some, someone's social media page, just a simple share or like a whole blog write up or a feature awesome, playlist. It's like I just think back to when I was first getting into it and like I used to check my YouTube page every day, just refresh, 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 see if I yeah, got yeah. thirty one views, thirty two views. Oh man, I'm famous <laughs> now. Yeah. So it's always dope. I always think back to those moments. And, but I definitely, see. Skyline was one of those songs where as soon as I wrote the hook or I thought of the hook, like, I remember yeah. I was getting ready for bed. I think it was pretty late. But I heard that beat, and I just the hook came to me right away. And I knew from that moment, I was like, this this one. Sick. This one for sure. Sick, man. Sick. Yeah, I'm definitely going to get more, more, more of your music on my playlist, man. Um, but, oh, yeah. Definitely got plenty of workout stuff in there. Nice, nice. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you sent me another song too. Yeah, for sure. I, I know I said you slow flex. Uh, yeah. If there's anything else. Yeah. But. And yeah, slow flex is the one. Yeah. Oh, so. Good, dude. You're you. good. You, you got it, dude. You got it. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. Man. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, on our when I interview you, man, it's gonna be cool. I don't even know how it would go. Like it could go like we did today, where we just pop off here and there. I think it's super cool. But yeah, um, I'm trying to come into yeah. it with like some questions in mind for the person I'm interviewing, but at the same time, just let it be like a normal conversation. Just sweet, just yep. like being out with your friends. Yep, exactly, exactly. I feel like that's the it's a good format to just have. 
I'm just kind of still new to the whole podcasting thing. I only have like a couple episodes so far, but I'm just starting to get into like how I want to format it and talk to yeah. things like that. Because I want it to feel yeah. natural. I don't want it to be like super segmented. Like, all right, question one, question like it's not an exam. Yeah. So, yeah. But at yeah. the same time, you don't want like too much awkward silence where you're like, ah, oh, so what do you want to talk about? Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. Yeah, I only started. I started my first one March first, man. March first at Costco. I was sitting at a right. table waiting for my tires to get changed. Uh-huh. I just walked over next door to Costco, sat there, did my first episode. I wish I were recording on video, but mm-hmm. I did it on audio. But uh, yeah, man, I think like we just talked about, right? Action, action leads to the next answer. So definitely, yeah, it's gonna come along nice. Figure it out as you go. All you gotta do is start, and then you figure it out. Yeah. So, yeah. Exactly. There little mistake yeah. here and there and yeah is, it, is there any other questions you, that's it. that was it all the questions because yeah, this, no. awesome, yeah. this is awesome yeah this is awesome yeah we got a solid hour of content yeah yeah right now right on man right on well i got a uh session coming up at 8 30 i'm gonna get my workout in but yeah man thanks for having me on send me the recording for sure yeah uh, yep you can email it to me or just send it through instagram either one works okay <laughs> Perfect. Thanks yep. for coming on, man. I'm looking forward yes, to coming down to your gym. All right, Lori. As soon as I'll see you later, man. Over. All right, later, man. Yep. Peace All out. Right.